It's Monday, November 14th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. President Biden and the leaders of Japan and South Korea on Sunday vowed a unified, coordinated response to North Korea's threatening nuclear and ballistic missile programs, with Biden declaring that the three-way partnership is even more important than it's ever been when North Korea is stepping up its provocations. Biden met separately with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and South Korean President Yoon Suk-yeol before all three sat down together on the sidelines of the East Asia Summit in Cambodia. The U.S. president began by offering condolences for a crowd surge during Halloween festivities in Seoul that killed more than 150 people, saying the U.S. had grieved with South Korea. The meeting was heavily focused on North Korean leader Kim Jong-un's recent escalations, although Biden said the three leaders would also discuss strengthening supply chains and preserving peace across the Taiwan Strait, while building on the country's support for Ukraine in the face of Russian aggression. Biden also planned to seek input from Kishida and Yoon on managing China's assertive posture in the Pacific region on the eve of his face-to-face -face with President Xi Jinping. In other news, three people were killed and two others injured in a shooting at the University of Virginia in which the suspect is still at large, the university's police department said early this morning. The university's emergency management department named the suspect as Chris Darnell Jones, a man who may be driving a black sport utility vehicle and whom it described as armed and dangerous. Students were warned to shelter in place by university authorities. Shots were reported by the university authorities just after 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday at a garage on Colbreth Road on the university's Charlottesville campus. Around the world, a bomb rocked a bustling pedestrian avenue in the heart of Istanbul in Turkey on Sunday, killing at least six people, wounding several dozen, and leaving panicked people to flee the fiery blast or huddle in cafes and shops. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan called the blast a treacherous attack and said its perpetrators would be punished. He did not say who was behind the attack, but said it had the smell of terror without offering details and also adding that was not certain yet. Sunday's explosion was a shocking reminder of the anxiety and safety concerns that stalked the Turkish population during years when such attacks were common. The country was hit by a string of deadly bombings between 2015 and 2017, some by the Islamic State group, others by Kurdish militants who seek increased autonomy or independence. Meanwhile, tens of thousands of Mexicans demonstrated on Sunday across the country against an overhaul of the electoral system proposed by President Andres Manuel López Obrador that opponents say risks undermining Mexico's democracy. Demonstrators took to the streets in more than two dozen cities, waving flags and wearing caps and t-shirts in the pink colors of Mexico's autonomous agency in charge of organizing elections. They shouted slogans in defense of the National Electoral Institute, as the agency is known. The demonstration was organized by some 50 civic groups, several led by businessmen critical of Mr. López Obrador. His opponents say the proposed bill would strip INE of its autonomy ahead of the 2024 general elections, which would favor the government and the ruling Morena party. And back in the U.S., Congress is returning to an extremely volatile post-election landscape with control of the House still undecided, party leadership in flux, and a potentially consequential lame-duck session with legislation on gay marriage, Ukraine, and government funding. 
Newly elected members of Congress arrived for Monday's orientation amid jarring disappointments for Republicans, setting up rocky internal party leadership elections for GOP leader Kevin McCarthy and Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell. Republicans suffered one of the most disappointing midterm outcomes in decades when a mighty red wave forecast for the House never hit. Democrats performed better than expected, keeping narrow control of the Senate and pressing a long-shot race for the House. But they too face leadership turmoil as Republicans pick up House seats toward majority control that would threaten Speaker Nancy Pelosi's gavel. Much of the action will be playing out behind closed doors in private caucus meetings. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.